It's Great Mondays Radio. I'm Josh Levine, your host, founder of Great Mondays. We help executives from hypergrowth technology and social enterprise organizations build cultures that attract, engage, and retain top talent. If you'd like to be a guest on our program, hang out for about 20 minutes and I'll tell you how. Welcome back to Great Mondays Radio. I am so excited to uh, have on with us today Jackie Edge, who is a culture and engagement specialist at Avocado Construction Technology. So, um, Jackie, you are a 100% remote organization and you have an explicit role for culture and engagement. Now, normally, culture and engagement is somebody else's job that that or someone's someone's job that happened to all, get it in addition to what they're supposed to do during the day. So can you tell us a little bit about um, what you do um, and why a company in construction technology needs someone in culture and engagement? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. And so sort of my journey through um Avocado has been, you know, I started as an executive assistant and then I, in that role, I kind of naturally had some culture responsibilities with it. And so from there, you know, my gro- my role has grown. It went through marketing phase. So I was involved in a lot of the marketing. And then during that time, it was seen that that role needed to split a little bit. And so we've always had a really strong focus on our culture and it was something that I really enjoyed personally. So lucky for me, it kind of all the like stars aligned and it was, Hey, we're, you need someone to head this direction and something that we always want to prioritize with our team. So I was able to kind of step in and fill that role. Um, so that's kind of how I ended up in that, in this space here. Uh, and you know, I really focus on getting to make sure our team has plenty of opportunities to connect with one another and making sure that they can are enjoying their jobs. And we really focus on making it a great place to work and um, just making it fun and allowing people to show up as themselves and be authentic and really create those genuine connections. So if your job is about connection, creating these connections, what's, um, and there's a lot of organizations that are either going fully distributed or for the first time or hybrid, what would you say in your um, learning here, right? Your growth path you have discovered is a really good way to help a fully distributed or distributed company um, create and build on those connections. Yeah. So I think it really comes to, um, people being able to bring their own personalities into work. Um, so Hmm. I think where we've had a lot of success, um, is with our weekly happy hours. So instead of just having a happy hour and just saying, okay, everyone, you know, let's mingle and let's chat, but asking like good icebreaker questions where people can, you know, make a connection on, on something, or, you know, we found early on that, our team just really loves dogs. So we've done a lot of dog themed events that get people interested. And then that's how people come in. Who doesn't want to go to a pet talent show? And then you have the same dog as someone else. So then you form a connection there. And it's just kind of like those avenues that really help people um, learn more about one another. 
And I think it's like a very welcoming environment. So if someone posts, you know, we use Slack to communicate. We have several different Slack groups. And so if someone posts like, hey, have you heard this band or this song? It's not just going to be a couple emojis. You know, people are going to respond and engage. And it's sort of built into the culture just because we've created those connections that you're not alone in this. Um, so you can make these posts, you can kind of reach out on a limb and it's going to be received on the other end. And I think that's a big part of it. You know, it's kind of like built into the environment of like a supportive and like curious group of people. So what I hear you saying is by facilitating these connections and identifying some commonalities, you're building those trusted that the trust the relationships that then actually seem to build on themselves yes exactly to for like the organic nature of it is definitely something that i <laughs> really love to see and then we have you know a couple other ways as well like so we have everything like avocado theme so we have a group called pit pals and so this is a peer-to-peer -peer mentoring program. So people will fill out a survey. They'll talk about what they're interested in, whether, you know, what they like to do for fun. We'll evaluate those and we'll pair people together. Um, and so it's really cool because if, you know, you're new to the organization, you said, I would like to get to know more people. Um, you can join this program. We'll pair you up with someone and then you automatically have a friend and um, you can kind of, you know, the commonalities are already there and then there you go. The rest is history. You know, you're not alone from that moment on. <laughs> well, it's interesting because there's a lot of executives and the complaints I would say, or the reasoning for bringing people back to the office is, well, we can't do uh mentorship. We can't do, you know, the building those relationships when we're remote. And, and it sounds like that is a good starting point for what you've described or what you've developed is um, pairing people up so that they actually have uh, an intentional, stronger connection with somebody in the organization. Now, you did say, what are you interested in? But then what are your, what, but also is it part of it is like, what are your challenges or what are your skill sets or what do you want to learn? Or is it just like, oh, um, I also like dogs or whatever, whatever it might be. Are, are you seeing the ability to actually do some real mentoring for the job? Does that come out of this? Yes, it definitely does. So we ask, you know, what areas are you looking to develop in? Um, and then, you know, we'll get, are you interested in a more social connection or a more professional connection? Or so, for example, if someone's saying, you know, I'd really love to get my PMP, we're saying, okay, who do we What's know? That? your project management, um, professional, like Degree. certification, it's like a, it's certification. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Certification. Yes, <laughs> Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we'll pair them with somebody else who maybe already has had that or recently gone through that. And so it's interesting because my argument would sort of be versus in the remote world versus the office world is in some ways you're able to make greater connections because if you're in these channels, so to speak, or you post something into a channel asking a question, you're really opening the doors to, you know, possibly the entire organization. Whereas often in the office, at least from my experience, it's you kind of stick within your department or the people in the desk near you. Um, so you can go out a little bit further with your reach through the remote environment. But then again, I mean, I do see both sides, but I would say if I were to make an argument, that would be 
that there is some greater reach there as well. And um, what is the expected uh, pacing or cadence of the pit pals? So it's it, it's like, is there a, because there are programs like this, there's Slack plugins and the fall off can be pretty hard sometimes. So is there accountability? Like just to kind of nerd out about this, because I do think this is a big challenge that people are facing. Yeah, definitely. So we say, we keep it, you know, we kind of say in the messaging, like it's really entirely up to you and your pair, how far you want to take it. And um, we say the minimum we recommend is meeting at least once a month. So set up your monthly calendar and then um, every quarter or every month we send a newsletter as well. So we'll say like pit pal newsletter just goes into the Slack channel and it says, here's some questions to ask. And I think that's where I've learned um, it's better to provide more information for people to take into those to say, okay, we have a list of questions. It's way less intimidating than like, what are we going to talk about? Or how do I bring up the professional side? And that's already kind of all prepared for them to go in and feel super comfortable in those conversations. And is there some sort of accountability? Do you do check-ins? Is there part of your like annual, you know, HR review? It's like, oh, how, and, and by the way, how's the pit pals, go, how's your pit pal going? No, we don't have any like formal check-in. We do have um, a pit pair of the month. So we select two people that are really enjoying the program and kind of just highlight it in the front of like, this is a great benefit. It's something that can really help you. Um, and we want you to choose to do it. We're not going to kind of check in on you for that. It's really what you put into it is what you'll get out of it. And I love that. Okay. So I, that I like a lot because you're celebrating, not only are you giving permission, but you're celebrating this program in a way that, that, um, reminds and, uh, encourages engagement in the program without holding people accountable. To me, this is uh, both this pit pals is, is in the kind of great Mondays parlance is both a ritual, right? But also a cue. Um, it's this news, this, the, the pit pair of the month is a cue. It's like, Hey, don't forget, this is something that's happening. And we believe in this. We want you to take the time, right? One of the other complaints that I see is like, I am just so slammed and I don't, it's not even that important, whatever. But if we're continuing to build that, I think that becomes really, really powerful. Awesome. Okay. Moving on, uh, wins and fails. So tell me, do you have a story about an amazing culture win where you're like, ah, learned a lesson or, and we can learn just as much from a fail um, that you were like, well, that was a fun experiment, but I'll never do that again. Is there, do you have anything that you can share with our audience might learn from that? Yeah. So I think one thing, um, and I'll kind of bring it back to our, our happy hour um, conversation a little bit, because we've taken that and we've really evolved it. Um, you know, it started as a tradition, as you mentioned, um, that was when it was two people at the organization and built into that, we have like a celebration aspect. So early on be a small group of us and we would give out bravicados. So I'd say, you know, I'd like to give Josh a bravicado because he started this podcast and he's doing awesome. Like keep up the good work. And, (laughs) and so we would, um, you know, go around and each give a a bravicado, but now we're, you know, we're over a hundred people or 120 people. And so we're like this, how can we scale this? 
And so through several adaptations, um, and how can we make happy hour valuable with 120 people on the call? Yeah. Uh, so we had been using utilizing breakout rooms and a lot of games and activities. Um, but through different like feedback, we realized that the team wanted to connect with each other uh, more frequently. So we would throughout an entire month, we would have one group that always got together with the same people. So each breakout room would be the same for the entirety of the month. We call it the happy hour homies. So you spend your month with your homies and you get to know each other a little bit more. And then your next month, you get to meet your new homies and get to know them a little bit more. So you're really kind of mixing the pot and everyone is randomly put into these groups. Um, but then we had to figure out what to do with our, our bravicados. <laughs> so what we did there was we built a Slack app and, um, through that, now we have just a Slack channel that has everyone just celebrating one another and kind of reinforcing, as you had mentioned hmm. before, you know, reinforcing the celebrations. And then we have them tied to some of the things we focus on, like our community guidelines, essentially a version of our core values. Um, and so we're really reinforcing like celebrating one another through the things that we believe in as an organization. And I think that's had a really big impact on the team. Wow. That's great. That's very cool. So you have a Bravocado plugin, Slack plugin, and people can celebrate one another specifically or explicitly in that in the channel do you have little um bravocado emojis we do so of course we do yeah. <laughs> that's great that's very cool i do have um one of my clients once we had launched values for them they created a little uh emoji for each one of the values like relating back to whatever they're character is or their mascot or something like that and that and it popped up whenever you did hashtag value one it would always just pop up so i'm that's what i that's what i picture yes. in that. it's something something like that right oh yes definitely each one and it's like linked to the page that talks about it so it's all like interconnected with the images um mm, i love it all right yeah yes. for sure cross reference um Cool. Well, as we wrap up, any other final pieces of advice or things that you've learned over your over the years here um, at Avocado and and in your role as someone who has essentially taken on the mantle of you know chief culture officer in a way, um, I you know it's like not often do companies have explicit roles like I said. So there's I think this is a really um, I don't know insightful uh, evolution, right. I, there, whomever's may helping you make that choice, I, I think is, is, is obviously, I believe, I think is, is the right thing. So anything else, final thoughts, one more, one more story that you could share. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'll kind of take it to like a little bit of a, a personal story as far as, you know, when I first started my career, I very much felt like my, professional life and my personal life were two different people, you know, they weren't really mm. merged together. And, um, I think, you know, I, you know, especially starting with avocado, that's really shifted a lot for me as far as they've come together and really connected. And I feel as though I show up to work as myself and I've made greater and stronger connections and networking because of that. And, um, you know, one of our community guidelines is like, have fun and be yourself. And I think that's definitely something that we really focus on, on the culture side. So I think it's like a key takeaway and, you know, and where I take accountability is, am I providing opportunities for people to be themselves? So, mm. you know, we've done like cool shirt 
happy hour. So people show up in their cool shirt. It's something to talk about. And that's something you can do in the office. Like, Hey, today's cool shirt day. And then you learn, Oh, so-and-so did an iron man or, you know, really allowing people to bring who they are. And I think there's just a ton of value and we've learned so much from our team and, you know, some of them who have gotten PhDs have been teaching us things as well. And I think, you know, your people are your best asset and it's always good for them to show up as they are every single day. Amazing. Jackie Edge, thank you so much. Culture and engagement, uh, chief of culture and engagement <laughs> at Avocado Construction Technology. You can find out more at avocado, A-V-I-C-A-D-O dot com. Jackie, thank you so much for coming on the pod. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to Great Mondays Radio. Hey, if you want to be a guest, head over to greatmondays.com slash radio. We'd love to hear from you. And if you think this episode was interesting and your friends and fans would enjoy it, please share on social media. And if you want to get more people to understand the power of company culture in business today, please rate and review Great Mondays Radio on your podcasts app or podcast feed. It really helps us reach more people. If you want to make sure to hear more candid conversations with culture leaders, subscribe to Great Mondays Radio. And I'd love to connect with you. Find me on LinkedIn at aka Josh Levine, on YouTube at Great Mondays. And you can always email me, josh at greatmondays.com. Find out more about our work with hypergrowth technology and social enterprise organizations, or grab a copy of our book at greatmondays.com. I'm Josh Levine. Thanks for listening to Great Mondays Radio. Mm-hmm.